you. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back off because the Jets are allowed to have nice things. Tyler Croft all alone. Mike White finds him for the go-ahead score. And that if Mike White continues to do well, the Jets will have high-class problems. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Falcons head coach Arthur Smith from the new film King Richard. Actor John Bernthal. Coming up, two-time Super Bowl champion Terrell Suggs. Plus, actor and musician Tyrese Gibson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay. Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Tyrese Gibson's going to join us shortly. You're going to love the conversation. I personally guarantee that. Uh, we want to talk to you as well on this show on hour number three, 844 rich is the number to dial. What's so funny about that? It's like, you personally yeah, you personally that. guarantee it. I personally guarantee it. Everyone's enjoyment. I personally guarantee it. I'm Rich Eisen. I approve this message. What's so shocking? We were just laughing. I don't think uh, it's, I, it's I, not I, shocking. I personally no, guarantee shocking. it. Uh, not uh, expecting. John Bernthal was on an hour number two, told a great story from the set of Wolf of Wall Street. He was great. How great was that, right? It was great. Uh, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for any and all of good stuff on that front. If you miss anything, you can go there. Uh, our podcast as well on Cumulus Podcast Network later on this hour, Chris Collinsworth will play a soundbite from my final, 10th uh, and final episode of the 10-part uh, season two, Voices of the NFL, Just Getting Started podcast, which is my podcast I do with my guests telling their origin stories, their career origin stories. Um, and I had 10 episodes, all of them from uh, the Voices of the NFL. Chris Collinsworth tells a story about who was slated to be the play-by-play announcer for Sunday Night Football right before Al Michaels. The answer is it's him. Yes, you got to wait for it. You had that same reaction. Allensworth was going to do the play-by-play. Correct. With John Madden. Oh, goodness. That was the idea that was being hatched. Wow. Wait till you hear him tell the story. It's amazing. That's later on this hour. This guy, uh, when I heard he was up for calling in on the day that the Ravens are about to play a, a big-time Thursday night football game, um, he's one of my favorites that I got to meet and greet and uh, at NFL Network Studios, the old ones now. Um, and I loved chatting with him and getting to know him. He is a two-time Super Bowl champ, but guess what? Uh, he is currently on the all-time sacks list, sitting there at eighth. Everybody above him is in the Hall of Fame, and the one guy who's right below him, DeMarcus Ware, is first-time eligible to go to the Hall of Fame this year. He is the man known affectionately as T-Sizzle, right here on the Rich Eisen Show Mercedes-Benz Van phone line, our friend Terrell Suggs. How you doing, Terrell? How you been? What's up, Rich? What's going on? How you been? You good? Man, I've been hanging, man. You know, I've been changing, you know, chilling out. Okay. Enjoying life. I love yeah. it. I love it. Do you miss uh, tackling people? Do you miss taking people? I do people? not. <laughs> I do not miss tackling people. I do miss the crazy locker rooms, though, and, and the locker room gander. I do miss my boys, but as far as those those man hours, no, nah, I don't miss those. Who's the craziest? Who was it? Was it Ray? Uh, who was the one? No, he was a, he was the most he was he was definitely the 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 biggest leader. But crazy along the years, yes. Um, the list goes on. I don't I don't know. Bart was pretty crazy. Um, Bart Scott. Yeah, Bart Scott was pretty crazy. Uh, we we had a we had a couple of crazy guys. I mean, you couldn't really line up next to us if you wasn't a little off. Okay, so let's 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 jump into it a little bit here. Uh, what was it like when you got in that locker room? 
and there's Ray Lewis. And what oh, is that man. like when you're a rookie and there he is and you know what oh. he's already built and you know what he demands of of people? What was that like? The intimidation is real and you know his his legend doesn't really do him any justice is because it, it was you are playing with this for real life, larger than life player. You know what I mean? It wasn't just him. You know, it was it was Ed Reed also. They they kind of went hand in hand, and then you had the gentle giant Jo, who was on the offense side of the ball, didn't talk much, didn't say much, but you know, was probably the hands down the best left tackle ever to play football. So I mean, we had all these guys in one locker room. But I guess then you get out on a field and there's Ray behind you, right? And you need to do your job so he can do his and Ed can do his behind him. What sort of pressure is that for a young kid coming off the campus um, at Arizona State? It's, it's tremendous pressure. Tremendous pressure. <laughs> it's like, yo, just mess this up. You know what I mean? And and, and be, what you, be where you're supposed to be. You know, when you're a college kid coming out, you know, you know something about you know, team sport, but when you get into, you know, the big show, the big leagues, and you got those kind of players there, they teach you about account- accountability. You know what I mean? And those guys really depend on you to not only know your stuff, but to know the, your opponent, you know what I mean, and study. And your study habits, they require you to be um, a professional 24-7, not just, you know, when you're at the building, but when you're off the field as well. And you know what I mean? I mean, they act, they expect it out of you because they expect it out of themselves. So, I mean, you don't get better teammates than that. Terrell Suggs here on the Rich Eisen Show. What was it like in that locker room when the lights went out in the Superdome for the Super Bowl? Oh, man. It was just like, you know, it was a lot going on, especially, you know, with Roger Goodell and Klein and all of us and all of that. But um, when, you know, we was up pretty big when that happened. I don't know. We was up 28 three or 28-7 or something like that, something like that. We were up pretty big, and the lights went out on us. And then all of a sudden, they made this comeback, and now it's a game. But, you know, we, we, we finished it out. But it was it was, it was was hands down the most craziest thing I've ever been a part of in in a, in a football game. Well, how, how did you stay calm? I mean, how did you, what, what happened? I mean, you just go back. Well, we thought, you know, we just thought, you know, we didn't think it was going to take as long as it did for the – for the lights to come back on, but it, it took like an hour or so. But we just thought, you know, they were just going to flip the switch, lights come back on, we were going to get back to this to this rally. But it didn't happen like that. It didn't happen like that at all. I just remember Harp saying, stay loose, stay loose, and all that. And, you know, and Ray was like, yo, they can't, they're not going to stop us. They're not going to stop us, you know, because that was his last game. And we just, we just wouldn't be denied. They made a run at it, though. Yeah, they run out of though. Colin Kaepernick, they they did a a great job of, of of rallying back. You know what I mean? And it like scared all of us. They never took the lead though. We never gave up the lead. Well, it was twenty eight to six when the lights went out. And so, in telling the story, uh, Terrell Suggs, you mentioned Roger Goodell's name, the commissioner of the NFL's name. Are you like Ray? You think somebody pulled the plug because the Ravens were up too big? Are you? I mean, you know, we we'll leave that to the conspiracy. Uh, well, Ray's, nah. Ray, Ray's been pounding that table quite a bit. He's, he says uh, that a lot. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, if my leader says it, then, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> the NFL was after it. <laughs> the NFL was up to something. But um, we'll leave that for the conspiracy theorists. We mm-hmm. were, um, but we were just out there having a blast, man. We was having a blast. You know, that was also Randy Moss' last game, too. And he was out there, and it was it was it was a real 
the the storylines in that game was 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 crazy. You know what I mean? And you know it was the first time two brothers ever met. That's right. In a Super Bowl, so it, the storylines were were crazy. You know what I mean? And you know we we just had fun with it. We had fun with it. And that was really the last time all of us was together. And I, like I always say, you know, New Orleans is special to me. And I just remember us riding on the bus that's like that whole week. I told all of them, like, yo, man, I love y'all, man. I love y'all. Like, I, I couldn't say it enough, mm-hmm. you know. It was a really special ride. Terrell Suggs here on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you think of Lamar now? Uh, are you glad you don't have to chase him down? I mean, I can't imagine what somebody oh, in your position uh, has to do with yeah. the quarterback that represents your team now. Man, he, he – and, you know, when he first – he's really playing quarterback now, you know, and, like, so he's a little bit more pocket conscious, you know. He, he he don't really think run like. But when he first went his rookie year, he ran every time, and it was a nightmare in practice because he was the scouting quarterback. And it, I had to tell him, I'm like, dude, you, the the quarterback is not as fast as you. You got to jog, you know what I mean? If you're gonna scramble, I'm not gonna pull a hamstring chasing you in practice. So. But you know the, the 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 jump that he's made to be an NFL MVP and just the wins he like it's we've never seen nothing like it. So you're saying you, you're like saying when Lamar first got there, right before he gained the the role of starter midway through his rookie season, you're yeah. saying you needed to pull the rookie aside and say the purpose of you running quarterback of scout team is to mimic the person I'm supposed to be playing against this weekend. And the person I'm playing against this weekend is not you because there's nobody like you. You literally had to say that to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, tell him I had, slow I had down. to tell him he had to jog. You have to jog. <laughs> we were playing Phillip Rivers, whoever we were playing. Phillip Rivers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton wasn't that fast. That's Big Ben right. wasn't that fast. Like you got to come on, man. Did he listen? You got to jog. Did he do? Uh-huh. Did he jog then after that? Did he actually jog? Yeah, but he was still too fast. Even his jogging's that fast. fast. He is amazing. Well, his, his jog is a lot of people's top speed, and, and it was ridiculous. And we like, yo, man, you can't, you can't keep doing that. You know what I mean? He is We're scrambling out there. He is amazing, and and you know. Uh, in 2019, his his MVP year, he was six and two midway through. Just like now, he had 400 fewer passing yards than he has now. He had only about 37 more rushing yards than he has now, and only accounts for two more touchdowns rushing or passing than he has now. He has the same number, if not better, than his year that he was the unanimous MVP. Terrell Suggs. I don't even think he's 25 yet. Is he 25 yet? Good question. I've got guys. Who have, thankfully have Google in front of them. Uh, yeah, I think he's probably like 24. 24. He's 25. Yeah. yeah, Sizzle, you're right. He's still 24. Yeah. Yep. 24. That's 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 crazy. The kid hasn't even went through NFL puberty yet. So what do you think the Ravens' chances are this year? What do you think as they go tonight against the Dolphins to kick well, off week? you know, time? the Ravens, they always got a shot. Well, I mean, what I'm going to say, <laughs> they always got a shot because, you know, just the culture and the attitude. They always got a shot to 62 to send at the top of their division, and that's a start. You know what I mean? And um, they, if you know, they they play how they're supposed to play. They'll they'll be in it. I think I saw something. If they started today, they would have the number one seed in the in the in the AFC. So, you well, know what I mean, they always got a shot. What do you think of what do you mean by culture and attitude? 
Terrell it's Suggs. just that, you know, um, in Baltimore, they kind of live for November and December football. I think that's when the 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 you know who's for real and you kind of know where you stand and you know if you're a legit contender or not in November and December. And that's the football that they we used to thrive on. I'm pretty sure they thrive on it. So. Well, and when I mentioned a two-time Super Bowl champion to start this thing, do uh, you have any thoughts on Kansas City and why they look so off in a way that they never looked off? You joined them um, at the back end no, of that season. I, I, don't, I don't really have an answer for it, but – you know, Lone's 15, that quarterback, he still got one of the fastest human beings to ever walk the planet. Got to still, they, they still got a, a, a iconic tight end. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, they still got home games. So <laughs> as long as they got home games and, and, and the shot, and every game starts 0 0 and they got a shot to win it, they're going to play. So, I mean, it's still a long season. People don't realize that, but that extra game changes everything. A lot more team, you know, having adding an extra team to the playoff that changes things. Like you're not out, and you know what I mean. And, and an extra game actually puts you gives you a better chance of getting in. So um, it's still a long season. I don't even think they're halfway through yet. It might be halfway through, right? But that extra game is a. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Okay. Uh, before I let you go, Terrell Suggs, you want to chime in on the emphasis of taunting in the NFL right now? Uh, what do you got for me on that? You know me, I'm an old school guy. Which I, is, I think it, I think it's it's a terrible rule. I think you know our game was so good is because of the personalities, the identities. Like just think, they would have got, they would have flagged Ray Lewis every play for taunts. He jumped in a guy's face every time he hit him. So, uh, I think it's a rule they're gonna eventually either lighten up on, or they're eventually gonna get rid of it, just like they did with the celebrations. You know what I mean? They was like, oh, you can't celebrate. You can't dunk the ball over the goal. You know what I mean? But then they eventually brought that back because they realized it was good for the game. So um, hopefully the NFL do the right thing and ease up on it or, you know, eventually just get rid of it. Well, I mean, I, I don't mind if we're taking out somebody standing over somebody or th- yeah. throwing yeah, a football at somebody. Said. You know, like that 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 has no place. But yeah, that has no place. But when, I mean, but you when you're still have sportsmanship, correct. But but when you're now putting such an emphasis on it that a, an official that uh, doesn't see somebody's the front of their body, but just sees the back of somebody staring at a bench and thinking that maybe he's saying something, and we're throwing a flag without knowing. Now we're in a totally different ball of wax, like what happened on Monday, and I I can't stand that. That one just yeah, infuriated. Like, it, you mean I think it has too much of the outcome of the game and you don't really want to take the outcome of the game out of the, out of the field of play on a, on, on a call like that. So, Well, let's do this more often. Now that we're back in touch, I remember you used to come on on Ravens cam on NFL Total Access. I had hair. You were playing football. It was I great. I had hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yep. us now. Look at us now. Look at us now, baby. Look at us, Look now. us now. Great to connect with you again. I would love to have you back on if you're as much as you're up for it. Terrell Suggs. Uh, absolutely, Rich. You know, we love, I love our chats. Right back at you. That's uh, T Sizzle, the one and only Terrell Suggs, currently, right now, eighth leading sacker of all time. 139. Doesn't miss putting people down on the floor on the turf, but does miss the guys in the locker room. Hmm. 
Great chat right there. How, I, bet, uh, I bet he doesn't miss practice. But certainly if you're not, if your quarterback <laughs> is running scout team, he needs to be told to slow down. That's funny. How about funny? He's mimicking, that's, that's he's funny. mimicking Phillip Rivers running like that. Like, come on. That's funny. <laughs> Phil ain't running Jog. Like <laughs> Phil, Phil, you should crawl. He should have crawled. That's so good. Let's take a break. Tyrese Gibson, you're going to love this chat. I uh, Again, personally guaranteed. <laughs> He's in the, I don't know you find that so funny. I guarantee this next segment you're going to love with the actor and singer Tyrese Gibson. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We were just explaining why uh, Tyrese Gibson couldn't be on the live show last week because all whole holy heck broke loose during week nine. So we said, hey, would you mind sticking around and post-taping? He said, yes, this is it. Pleased to have here on the Rich Eisen Show a man who is starring in the film Dangerous that uh, is out there in theaters and on demand, starring Mel Gibson, Scott Eastwood, Famke Johnson, and Kevin Durant with a D. Not, it's not Kevin Durant. That's a big, oh, wow. yes, I know, it's a big difference. Uh, here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is none other than Tyrese Gibson. How are you, Tyrese? I'm good, man. Good morning to you, sir. Now, good morning to you as well. Um, this is not a surprise to me that your voice does sound great, man. I got to be honest with you. It's coming through yeah, right well, now. Yeah, your voice is great too, man. Compliments uh, to you too, sir. Radio, I appreciate man. it. Well, I've got this big <laughs> microphone in front of me. You're talking in front of a landline, right? This is a, this sounds like a... Yeah. <laughs> you're an adult, you know? You're an adult. You have a landline. You've got a voice. You're going to ready to roll. I love it. Um, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to you from my cell phone. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Jeez. Okay. I like it. I like it very much. Um, how did you get into acting? How did that first start for you, Tyrese? John Singleton, rest in peace. 
um, was the guy that, you know, um, I think we've all had that moment where um, we either see something, we're exposed to something, or someone says something and they're like, I see something in you that you may not see in yourself. Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, I was only a singer and I was so excited about my singing career. Uh, the last thing I wanted to do was act. And, um, you know, they always say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So I guess, um, I guess there was something I was supposed to do that I was running from or never just sat still and heavily considered. And um, John Singleton chased me, literally chased me for five years and just kept saying, you're going to be an actor. I'm going to put you in a movie. And he did that to so many people from Ice Cube to Neil Long to you name it, Morris Chestnut, just a lot of people that he ended up putting on um, who made their debut in, in a film that he directed, and I was one of the lucky ones. So fast forward, as I get this call about Dangerous, on the other side of him passing away, mm -hmm. coming up on three years now, when I book movies, it feels different now because he would always be the first person I would call. Oh, boy. Um, and I would call him throughout the shoot or just talk to him about, you know, we got to do this scene, man, any advice? You know, he was constantly mentoring me. And, um, you know, you never miss a good thing till it's gone. But, yeah, this dangerous movie is, is something, man. Well, I just want to linger a bit with on John Singleton before we get to the present day as well, Tyrese. So um, why did he have to chase you down? Don't you say yes to John Singleton? Right away? No? I knew who he was, but this might sound ghetto as hell. Okay. Might be crazy. Sure. But my truth is, I'm from South Central L.A., and when you're in the hood, they always talk a lot of mess about people who go Hollywood. Oh, he acting all Hollywood. And then after I did my first movie, the only reason I did it is because my character was from South Central L.A. It was a ghetto classic. We felt it at the time while we were making it. And I felt like all my boys I grew up with would never say I went Hollywood because I was doing a movie that was about the hood. Um, and then... Later on, as I got into the industry, I realized that Hollywood is not a career. It's a personality type. And people are arrogant, cocky, act like they're bigger and better than everybody. They know it's up in the air. He acting all Hollywood was something that they could say about anybody. You could be in real estate. You can be a thousandaire, a millionaire. And if you start acting brand new, bougie or out of touch, then that's a personality type that they call Hollywood. <laughs> so it was the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> like, I ain't never finna do no movie. They ain't finna call me Hollywood. <laughs> but that was my reason. Hmm. And uh, John talked me into it. It just goes to show you, man, that 
should never listen to people on any level that's trying to discourage you from taking advantage of opportunities. And who would ever think um, I'd be working with, you know, Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. who I grew up watching um, ever since I seen Passion of the Christ. I just was like, man, one day I just hope to share the screen with this man. And here we are. Um, I work with, with, with Kevin Durand. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Um, we did a film called Legion. Um, me, him, and Dennis Quaid. So it was cool to reconnect with him. And um, I work with Scott Eastwood as well on Fast 8. Um, so, yeah, it was. Uh, it felt like a bit of a homecoming and... It was a it was a moment, you know. My last name is Gibson. His last name is Gibson. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, right. Pretty cool. Pair of Gibsons, <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, Tyrese Gibson here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. What did you like about Dangerous? What do you like? What should we be looking forward to seeing in this one? I mean, you know, the gist of the movie is Scott Eastwood is trying to get to the bottom of who killed his brother. And he's literally sociopath um, who has to take medicine because he just doesn't. He's a he's a sociopath, and um, uh, you know he just kind of goes through this whole movie on this journey, trying to get to the bottom of who killed his brother. And um, I can't give the whole movie away, but right. it's it's one of them thrillers trying to avenge his brother's death. It's, it's something crazy. It's available in theaters uh, right now on demand. Uh, Tyrese Gibson here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, what's your sports affiliation? Lakers? Would you go Lakers? Dodgers? Yeah, you got I'm any football? Big, I'm not a big sports guy, but if I do rock with sports, it's definitely the Lakers. Okay. Well, because I, 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 I thought, you know, and I, I've done this for a long time in the sports world for about 25 years. Virtually every uh, um, singer, recording artist wants to be a sports star, and vice versa. You know that never that never hits you. That never not me. Not you. Okay. No way. All right. No way. Really. That never yeah. that never hits you because it just strikes. Yeah, me. I haven't. I mean, this is sadly. If I watch a, a football game, mm-hmm. it's normally Super Bowl. Sure. If I watch a baseball game, it's normally pieces of the uh, you know the World Series. Mm-hmm. So I live in Atlanta now, and so obviously I was definitely watching bits and pieces of that game. Okay, and and feel really proud of of the Braves now that I live here. But I'm a Laker fan, always been from the beginning of time. Magic Johnson. Um, Kobe to LeBron now is definitely um, my favorite team. Tyrese Gibson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tyrese, we play uh, with celebrity guests on this program, a game called Celebrity True or False. We have a couple of facts here from your, uh, from your, uh, I guess, filmography as well as uh, articles that have been written uh, about you. I just want to know what's true and false, if you don't mind. We even have some... Uh, uh, we even have some. Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, here we go. We even have some uh, some good production value to it. Go ahead, hit it, please. Celebrity, true or false? You can't handle the truth. Okay, here we go. Uh, first one up. Is it true or false? You bought your first house at age sixteen. 
Is that a true or false story? True. Is this from uh, from f- money from uh, from film careers, singing? What was it for you? My singing. Yeah, You're singing. I got my record deal after I did my Coke commercial. Your Coke commercial. I bought my house with my advance. How'd you get into a Coke commercial as a teenager? How did that work? They called my high school. Come on. They said they were looking for a male black 16 through 18 for a Coke commercial, and I was the last person to show up for the audition, and I got the gig. <laughs> Changed my life. So, okay, so you're just walking through the halls of your high school, and somebody pulls you aside and says that, hey, we got a call. No, they called, they called the music department. Okay, and you were in the music department? Yes, sir. Okay, so you've always you've no. always been attracted to music, right? I guess then. Music is my first love, still to this day. So what did you do in that Coke commercial? What did you do? Um, I'm singing on the bus. I got a backpack on, and the way the commercial ends, I end up with a really big smile at the end, wearing headphones in the backpack. It's a very, very, very famous commercial. It changed my life when I was um, 15, and... Um, my mother had to co-sign on the house because you got to be at least 21 to own a property in mm-hmm. California. And she co-signed and I bought the house. Wow. Life-changing commercial. Now you live in Atlanta, home of Coca-Cola. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> How about that? Uh, second one, true or false? A few times. True or false, Tyrese Gibson? You have a big-time fear of owls. <laughs> Is that true or false? True. Why? Why, why do you have a fear of owls? I just don't like them. It's no different than people that don't like rats. <laughs> it's, it's a majestic bird for many people, though, Tyrese. You'd... Yeah, well, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next up, um, when you were growing up, you dreamed of becoming a trash collector when you were a young child. Is that a true story as well? Very true. Okay. What did what did what appealed to you? Just the truck and working hard, or something? I like just that? you know anything that feels alpha for me from childhood. All my big homies were alphas. Everything I know about what I identify with as a real man is is an alpha, and I just thought there's a lot of jobs out there, but it takes a real man, a real alpha, to be picking up trash. And at the time, this was long before people were pulling up to the trash can and it has the automatic thing that kind of picks it up. Yes. Forklift and yeah, right. This was like, this is when real men was like pulling up and, you know, they wore their back braces and they was lifting that trash mm-hmm. up and, and right. doing that thing. So I used to go like 10 houses up the street. I put on like three or four belts around my waist, regular belts. Yeah. And, Every week, I just would help the trash man, and that's what I wanted to be. I, that was long before I ever knew I could sing, Long, way long before any thought of acting. And, um, yeah, I knew that they had medical and dental benefits. And there you go. <laughs> I was, sure. like, coming home every day smelling like trash. It had to be pretty sexy to your girlfriend or your wife. Uh, and so that's what I wanted to do. All right. The last one for you here on Celebrity True or False, Tyrese Gibson. True or False, you you have a fully functioning Benihana-style restaurant located right in your backyard, and you call it Gibsy Hana. Is that true or story? It's true, and 
you can Google it. <laughs> okay. Videos, photos. I've been um, partying in that thing for the last ten years. So do you yeah. do you operate it yourself? Do you do you no, chop no, no. things up I yourself? Got, all my employees are from Benny Hunt. <laughs> like, like you go straight to the fruit of the vine is what you're saying. You go straight to the Benihana and then, and you get them in and they they do their thing for you in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. It's called poaching. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I uh, I've I've, I've <laughs> definitely poached. The thing is, I've been doing this for years, and I you know I don't mean no disrespect to the Benihana uh, mm-hmm. empire, mm-hmm. but. If if I'm ever looking for someone to do something, mm-hmm. I normally show up to their job where they're doing what I want them to do for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just ask them, let me get your phone number. I don't want you to leave your job, but here and there, I'm going to call you and see if you want to take advantage of this opportunity. I mean, I even, you can Google this as well. I, I even built a full cleaners with the iron and press steam i built the full cleaners in my garage um they actually did a story on it on tmz which is kind of random but <laughs> yeah um uh-huh yeah so it's just one of those things where my brain has always been if i see it if i like it if i want it mm-hmm. then i'm gonna do it and um the idea came from a complaint that I've heard from most of my celebrity VIP friends that we can't go nowhere, can't eat nowhere, can't do anything, especially in L.A. because the paparazzi and the cameras is always messing with us. So I, I don't want to name drop, but if you can think of anybody who's an A, B, and C list star, director, writer, producer, you name it, mm-hmm. all ate in my backyard. And we've had some of the most legendary parties <laughs> And um, it's been amazing. The crazy thing is I'm actually selling the house right now. And that's the hardest part about letting the house go. Because <laughs> there's so many moments that, um, you know, so many moments. Michael Bay, John Singleton, just you name it. Sure. Paul Walker. First time I used it, first time I built it was for my daughter's fifth birthday. And she's 14 now. And Damn. so if you pull up an image right now and you type in Gipsy Hana, you'll see an image of Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and Will Smith with his daughter all sitting in my backyard at Benny Hanna's. That has to be legendary. That has to have been a legendary the day. Most. And then across from Paul Walker and Vin yeah. was actually Dexter and Bernice King, who was the son and daughter of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. All of this happened on the debut, the first time I ever built it and used it. And so I knew that I was like, if we're starting this way, it's only up from here. (laughs) (laughs) I should say so. And it's too bad I never got there, too, because uh, I'll be honest with you, Tyrese, I'm a messy eater. So if I'd yep. gotten something on my shirt, you're telling me I could have gone in your garage and gotten it fully cleaned and laundered and pressed yeah, we as well. Could, we could have got you all the way right. We could have washed, <laughs> pressed you up. Wow. Put you in a regular T-shirt so we took care of you and then had that thing delivered to you. Here's the thing. I even had the plastic <laughs> to go on top. So once we press it, 
put the plastic <laughs> full on full service. It was full service, baby. You can Google all this stuff, man. I don't lie. I don't lie to my friends. Right. You know, I don't make stuff up, man. It's, it's, I went all out. And then I went and poached like four people that work at the cleaners. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you work five days a week, man, just come see me on Saturday. Take care of you. Everything in my house. I put I spend so much money on the cleaners every year because there's certain things that you just can't put in the washing machine. That's true. I was like, man, I'm not spending all this money. I said, I'm going to hire this guy. I'm going to pay him per hour. And he's just going to get me right with every suit, button up, and pants, and everything, you name it. And you work at the cleaners, so you know how to operate all this stuff in here. Yes, sir. Where have you been all my life, Tyrese? Yes, my God, this is fantastic. I really am inspired by every word that's dropping out of your mouth right now. This is amazing. Uh, yeah. Dangerous in theaters and on demand. Check it out with uh, Tyrese Gibson, Mel Gibson, Kevin Durand, Famke Johnson, and Scott Eastwood. Uh, this has been hey, an absolute... Do you mind if I mention one thing Please? before we go? Have at it. Of course we want you guys to go see Dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to mention... One of the proudest things I've ever done in my life okay. is launch VoltronTravel.com. V-O-L-T-R-O-N Travel.com. Okay. Every booking, hotel, flight, or car rental, every booking, we're shaving off a percentage to put black and brown people through college at HBCUs. Um, the proudest thing I've ever done. So with all of the holiday travel that's coming up, um, please go to VoltronTravel.com, and you can go and book anywhere. I get it. But when you book with me, you're making a difference, and we're putting black and brown people through college with full scholarships, the underserved, and it's the proudest thing I've ever done. And I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that before we go. It's fantastic. VoltronTravel.com. TJ, you wanted to hop in here? Yeah, I just had a quick question. Tyrese, what up, man? This is TJ. What up, man? So you brought up Baby Boy earlier, right? And so now I'm thinking the the Benihana and the dry cleaner, right? Is that falling to the guns category or the butter category? (laughs) Like... You know, Vin Rang's talked about the guns um, and the butter, so which one of these categories does well, do these here, two fall here's into? The thing. It's a good one. Here's the thing. Um one thing I never look forward to is an invoice from Benny Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> um and so me paying that one chef uh and feeding damn near two hundred people per night. Um, I would think that it would fall into um, the butter category. Yeah. There's your answer. Um, <laughs> the amount of money I was looking to save from my cleaners every month, sheets and bedding and clothes, it's butter, saving money. Um, so, yeah. That's that's my answer. There you go. <laughs> that's what's up. This is great, Tyrese Gibson. Let's do this more often. Whenever you want to promote anything, I, I, this chat has just been delightful, and it's been awesome. So thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Let's do this again. Hey, man, thank you for having me on, and thank you guys for your great energy. This is my first interview of the day. Excellent. So I'm off to a good start. There we no go. Doubt, no doubt. There we go. I, I hate to tell you, and, and I don't mean to slag on anybody else in my business. It's all downhill from here for you, unfortunately. <laughs> 
the travel site on the air as well. You man. got it. Means it. A lot VoltronTravel.com. Uh, a slice of all the bookings goes towards putting, as he said, people of color into HBCUs where our friend Deion Sanders currently coaches college yes, football. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, Fatah and Eddie George. Via the, and it's via the Third Good Marshall Foundation as well. It's been around for well over 75 years. Fantastic. So, they're my partner to make sure that all the money from the bookings are going to put folks through college. So I'm just very, very proud. And while I'm on the air, I'm like, you know, I probably couldn't afford this conversation. Uh, but oh, uh, now that we're on the airwaves, I just hope you all definitely book with us. You got it. VoltronTravel.com, Dangerous in Theaters. Tyrese Gibson, thank you, sir. You be well. Thank you. You got thank it. You. Tyrese Gibson right here on The Rich Eisen Show. How much fun was that, right? That was good stuff. Fantastic. Oh, great. All right, so let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, this incredible story from Chris Collinsworth about how he almost called Sunday night football games on NBC as the play-by-play announcer. Don't go anywhere. A terrific story coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's that time of year people spring has sprung And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Wait for 4204 Rich Number Doll. Sunday night football. The Chiefs coming off of two straight wins. Two straight wins, I tell you. And the Raiders coming off that bye, having lost to the Giants. Raiders hosting the Chiefs in Las Vegas, Nevada. I wonder if Al can go there. I think he can go there and maybe, you know, 
play some craps by at halftime or something like that, right? <laughs> Alice is going to roll to bones. It'll be great. Sunday night, 7 Eastern times, Mahomes car, AFC West matchup. Let's it's going to be great. So um, the 10-episode season two of Just Getting Started, my origin story podcast on the voices of the NFL. Al was the first guest and the final guest that just posted yesterday the podcast can be gotten where all podcasts are acquired through the Cumulus Podcast Network. Chris Collinsworth. He slid into that last spot. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> so Collinsworth tells a story about him trying play-by-play on for size and why and who followed him instead of him getting that gig. Okay. Check it out. I couldn't undo what I had learned to do my whole life. Like when I broadcast the game, I don't watch the football. I, I, a, lot of, a lot of times I lose where it is because I think Al's job is to tell you what's happening to the football and my job is to tell you something you didn't see. So if I'm watching the football, I'm telling you the same thing that Al told you and that you already saw on TV. So I'm watching everything but. So when I'm trying to do play-by-play, now I've got to watch the football. And I, I didn't really know, like, like – just getting on the air. Hello, everybody. How are you? We're here in Kansas City, and da, 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 this team's that, and this team's that, and you know, blah, 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 blah. that's a lot harder than you think it is. Just opening your show every week, people don't appreciate. And then the transition when somebody's talking in your ear and saying, "All right, it's time for commercial now," and then seven, six, and I'm trying to go, and I'm. Going, we're gonna be right back. I'm like, I'm like a dancer. I'm like going with the beat of the music, you know. I'm like, I, I mean, I literally, I go, this is so goddamn hard. And finally, Eversaw comes out at the end of the first quarter. He goes, what are you doing? And I go, what are you talking about? I go, I'm just surviving. He goes, stop trying to be the play-by-play guy. Just talk to John in football. Just talk football to him. And so we go back in and, and we did. And we just started having like a conversation, but probably a little bit more like Peyton and Eli kind of thing. And then I would know, you know, a guy's name or I would do just play a little bit of Adam. So at the end of this, this, you know, wild ride, we go back and, and so now everybody's going to have a little debrief and we're, we're going to talk about all this stuff. And so Dick comes back and he goes, goes, listen, I want you to know, if you want this job, it's yours. You got me? If you want this job, it's yours. Okay. He said, but I have a chance now to get Al Michaels. I said, what are you, stupid? (laughs) What are you, stupid? I go, get the hell out of here. Let's take the jet and go get Al. I go, I go, are you crazy? I go, you're going to do me over Al Michaels? I go, I I would never do that to you. And so that's when they did the whole deal and they came down, you know, and they, in some ways I think that, and not not that anybody would ever admit, I was like, was I the leverage for Al Michaels? Did I cost Al like a couple of million dollars because in his mind there was at least a possibility that I could have been the play-by-play guy. If he just sat in the room and watched me be play-by-play guy, he would have tripled his price <laughs> instead of taking some reduction. In. So there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. 
That's and then they story. traded for Al Michaels, if you remember that, because he was part of Monday, right? Monday Night yeah, Football yeah, on Monday. ESPN, ESPN. AB, on ABC. Yeah. And so Disney wanted, and, 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 and that's part of the story. What was the big part of the trade was Oswald the Rabbit, which was a character that's right. that Disney wanted back. I remember. Because NBC Universal owned the precursor to Mickey Mouse, and it looked just like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Oswald the Rabbit, they had the rights to it, and Disney kind of probably had some lawyers somewhere saying, hey, NBC Universal could start making movies that looks just like Mickey Mouse. You you kind of need to close this loop a little bit here. And part of the trade for Al Michaels, yeah, I remember because ESPN and ABC got some rights to use some highlights for Olympics during Sports Center's coverage. You know, got to use some Olympic highlights during Sports Center and Oswald the Rabbit, and Al Michaels got to do Sunday Night Football. And Chris tells that story, and also tells the story he wanted to be a lawyer. He was going to be a lawyer when he was done playing, and then he got some local radio opportunities, and off he went. Wound up on Fox calling games, wound up on Fox doing studio, then wound up on Fox with Aikman and Buck in the booth. Crazy. Thursday night football, he and Brian Gumbel did games together. We, we go over the whole thing. It's amazing. Where all podcasts are acquired. Please go check it out. The all 10 episodes. Some great voices in there. Nance and Buck telling their stories, getting started. Aaron Andrews and Strahan and Chris Berman, just to name a few. It's good stuff. Uh, I want to thank today's guests, Tyrese Gibson, John Bernthal, Arthur Smith, dropping the mattress in a sentence. This really is my favorite thing. And then, of course, uh, T-Sizzle getting set for Thursday Night Football. For those on the radio, we'll chat on Friday. For those on Peacock, are the Rams going after Odell Beckham? Oh, What? What? 